0: Welcome to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're
1: working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration, and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Gerrish.
0: Hello, and welcome to another Flying Solo Podcast if you've not yet checked out our new premium membership offering. Well, I think you really should. Uh, We've added a swathe of new benefits to help your business stand out and to help you stay at the top of your game. As part of membership, you get a coaching session with little old me, access to a great new private discussion group, access also to our library of over 80 how-to videos, deals and discounts, and much, much more, all for just $99. Head to our join page to find out more. Now, today, I'm delighted to be speaking with Rosie Kaplan. Now, Rosie is mm, hard to sum this woman up, I've got to tell you, but she's an ex-art school creative uh, who became an upholsterer, Uh, then she sailed the world for about four years, became a documentary filmmaker, then started a food business, and today runs a coaching and mastermind business from her base in northern New South Wales. Hello, Rosie. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Robert. Look, you, what a life, hey? And you're only halfway through, not even. I mean, my gosh.
1: <laughs> well, sort of, but yes. <laughs> it's
0: been a very full life. Yeah, well, hey, isn't that the best way? And look, so today we're, we're looking at this whole topic of masterminds. And as, as as you say on your website, growing a business without the support of others actively engaged in your current challenges can be a lonely place. Well, ain't that true? Um so maybe the place to start really is, is for our listeners is for you to define what is a mastermind group?
1: So a mastermind group, the, the absolute essence of the description is a mastermind group is a group of people who get together and have hot seats. There's lots of things around called mastermind groups, but often they're just group coaching or they are um, some, somebody teaching something. But a mastermind group is a peer-supported group of people who support each other in their challenges and their growths and their excitements and their wins and their losses in their business. And one of the ways they do it is a hot seat so that you get an opportunity to share yourself and your issues and your challenges with the group and then the group then gives you feedback and ideas and support
0: okay that's so it's the hot seat thing that immediately threw me off i was just thinking of my car that's got a little button and i press it and my seat gets hot um which my son annoyingly does in the middle of summer but anyway um so in this instance you're saying a hot seat is that's when the, the spotlight's on you. That's what. That's how you're saying. That's right Yeah. Okay. So that's how a mastermind group. Yeah. So you group can call works. it
1: a hot seat. You can call it an opportunity chair, and you can call it a spotlight session. I just can't, I can't kind of get. I like the hot seat. I, you know, it has a little kind of pump to me, which I I like the idea of. But it can also be the opportunity chair.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and typically, then, in a, how many people in in you know a, a good size mastermind group for for you know solo business owners? How many people sort of round the table, and we'll we'll come onto the table in a minute.
1: Okay. For me, I think the absolute best number is eight. Oh. There's a real buzz kind of happens with eight people. I've I've run groups with six, and then if you've got a group of six and two people have got flu, boom, suddenly you're down to four. But if you've got eight, you've kind of always got a good number in the room. And there is some kind of buzz that happens with eight, all those different ideas. I mean, I've come to you with my current challenge. It's my turn in the, let's call it the opportunity chair, in the opportunity chair. And I've got seven people giving me ideas, support, suggestion. And it's very dynamic.
0: Mm. Okay. I, look, I, I must say, firstly, that immediately sounds attractive to me. You know, if I wasn't sure what number you were going to say. Um, but you know, if it gets too big, then it's you know you invariably don't get enough time in in the whole seat, um, or you've potentially got people that are talking about things that are irrelevant to you or can be. But so, and again, you might challenge me on that in a minute. But let's let's imagine then that we've so we've got this group, and we'll come into how we pick our group and so on in a few moments. But kind of eight of us sitting here is the idea then that whenever we get together that we all sort of have to come with a problem or
1: no because okay. um how i run my groups is i um the, well the groups that i run we actually meet fortnightly mm-hmm. so that means so you've got your eight people in the group four people um, get to go in the opportunity chair each session. So A B oh, okay. e, C D goes in one week, and then E F G H go. I don't think I've got that wrong, but anyway, <laughs> the other four go in. The other four go in the other week. So every once a month, everybody gets an opportunity to come with their current challenge but I'm just going to throw in here mm. that one of the things that happens is that you may not be in the opportunity chair this particular meeting but you're going to learn something from somebody else's you will go the thing is that you go away with something that you can a learning or something that you can implement in your own business whether you're in the chair or not okay. it's a it's a very kind of growing dynamic process
0: yeah okay look i i I totally get that that of course when you're hearing stories and and challenges and solutions of other people you're immediately you're not going to be able to help yourself Thinking, gosh i could use that but what do you do in a situation if someone has got really has got a burning issue and it's kind of not their turn i mean um is there a is is there a system by which they can go you know can I swap places with you, or can I? Can you squeeze one more in? I mean, what do you ever get that sort of situation happening? Yes,
1: I've I've sometimes squeezed one more in because everybody really wants their time in the chair. So you, you know, not knocking somebody back is not going to work. I'll often squeeze someone in, but also the other thing is that um, as a f- facilitator of the groups, so I'm very connected with each person who's in the group. And if somebody's really got a burning issue, offer I may just end up with a little uh, coaching session with them just having somebody else's ideas and eyes and ears and heart on your business can often be really helpful so but we have squeezed we have is it okay everybody if we go over a little because so and so really needs some time in the chair sure. and everybody is so supportive they always say yes yeah,
0: okay all right so let's backtrack a bit here because i'm I, i'm sure there would be some people listening thinking this is exciting and who the heck are all the other people so accepting that you run this very much as a business and you have your your sort of structure i'm going to try and get you to sort of spill the beans as much as you're prepared to do for people who who might be doing this themselves how do they what enrollment you know how do we do that How do we how do we choose who sits around the table
1: Okay, well, I think whatever you do, whether you whether I'm running it or somebody else has decided I'm just going to put on a free mastermind group so that I'm part of a mastermind group, which mm-hmm. is how I started, yeah, right? Yeah. I needed a mastermind group. I organized a mastermind group. I got people in. Now, I happen to know each of the people that I worked with, so I knew where they were, the level of their business, where they were at, what they were doing. But if I didn't, I would have actually – Put together a little sort of very basic application form so that I had some idea where people were at and where they wanted to go. Because some people may just be at where they are and just want, they, you know, they're, they're terrible procrastinators and they just want to kind of get the things done that they want to do. Whereas other people might actually really be wanting to grow their business. And so that wouldn't be a terribly good combination of people to put together. You oh, okay. put right so you 'd be looking for your accountability people sort of all in a lump, or your growers all in a lump, so you do have to do a little bit of curating and as a facilitator that 's what I do in a very major way, but otherwise you just do it um, you know not everybody is a right fit, so yeah, you okay. just need to use your mouse
0: and so I guess what you 're saying there as well <clears throat> the the way to do it is just to be very clear. You know, if you are inviting people to join, it's like saying, I am in this stage with my business. Mm. This is how I operate. These are my typical Mm. sort of challenges or goals. Anybody else in a similar spot, you know, consider joining my group. That sort of approach rather than anyone. Yeah, okay. I I get that. So now let's look at when, when I talk about the table. Um, you don't, I mean, I believe I'm right in saying that you run all your sessions in fact online. Is that right?
1: I run some of them online and some of them face to face. If people are up on the North coast, I run them face to face. And if they're not, I run them online. I'm part of an actual, I'm, I have of course my own mastermind group and we go from, um, Townsville to country Victoria and various spots in between so we all get together online once a week and um spend an hour supporting each other and you know growing our businesses together
0: hmm. and how, do, how given that you've done both you know online and offline which do you enjoy the most or do they both have their own sort of benefits
1: they've both had their own benefits um I I do like – I'm an old-fashioned girl, right? You know, I didn't do all these things in my life and not live a long time. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm basically – I'm a face-to-face person, but I have learnt online and can I do online. And there's a real warmth that happens online. And the other thing about online is you start at 9 o'clock, you finish at 10 o'clock. There's no traveling. There's no getting there. There's mm. no going home from it. It's very contained. Um, and people certainly do get a lot from an online group as well as a face-to-face group.
0: Yeah, okay. And when you do it online, you do it with video? So you do it, what, over Skype or something? or you, I do it over
1: Zoom with video.
0: Zoom. Okay. So yeah. I know yeah. that. Okay. And do you find that that, um, with our internet that is uh, still sort of getting up to speed <laughs> in Australia, does it, it, does, is it a pleasurable experience most times?
1: It's manageable. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Very
1: politics. Well, don't get don't get me started. But right. um, basically, since I've been at my new abode, although I only have a download speed of four and an upload speed of something,
0: Zoom works. Okay, okay. Well, that's great. And what so? Look, typically, or not not typically, but what would you advise? Do you advise that a mastermind group? Is something to consider if you're at a particularly challenging spot in your business or is it something that you should have alongside you all the time what's your thinking about that
1: I believe it's something you should have alongside you all the time because there's Mm. always going to be challenges um, and there's always get you know there will then be the odd moment where you've done something and it's worked and you've got these people to celebrate with you so I mean, I don't know about you, but my husband will only listen to me talk about my business for a particular length of time. Then he's bored, he's over it, he doesn't want to know. But my mastermind group, that's what they're there for. They're Mm. there with me about my business. So they celebrate my wins, they challenge my losses, they challenge me to grow, and I just kind of keep going with my group. I mm. love a long-term group.
0: Yeah, look, that's a great point. And, uh, yeah, I must say, Jane doesn't uh, doesn't relish talking to me about my work any more than I relish talking to her about it. And it, it is, I just think it's so valuable to have a, a, another outlet um, and not just something that you burden your friends with. You know, you don't want to mm. become that person who's just, always oh, mm. droning on about his work. Um, <laughs> so doing that through a muscle line is great. But so... I mean, I've done you know quite similar sort of things, and I actually did something quite similar just last week, where I was with a group of businesses and facilitated a discussion with really very little sort of agenda, but we were looking at challenges, and it and it worked well, and there was a person in the group who just wouldn't stop talking. Mm-hmm. Um, now what? Do you do in that sort of you must have particular sort of do's and don'ts do you how do you handle that sort of thing
1: Well it's hard but basically you just have to be firm mm. Um, and thank you, I mean, there was a woman in one of my look who was full of ideas. I mean, she was fantastic, but she was completely dominating the group. And I ended up having to say to her, thank you so much for everything that you're saying. Could you please let, you know, give other people an opportunity to speak? Mm. She got into a little bit of a sulk about it, but it was like, that. so then, it, I mean, I, you need to not worry about offending people. How mm. you know, however nicely you ask them to be quiet, because some people will just take offence. But yes, that's what you need to, where you need to facilitate.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And look, and I guess you know we see these sort of things over the years in our forums where, you know, you you just have to speak up as the as a facilitator or the or the mastermind group leader. You have to speak up because if you don't, then a rot sets in, doesn't it? And people start leaving and not, not, not a good look. That's
1: right. And, so, and can I, ju- can yeah, I just yeah. say that the other side of that is somebody who's in the group who doesn't say much. Mm. Good point. and the other part of being a good facilitator is that you need to know who's talking know who's not and bring out the people who aren't talking because they've usually got great ideas but you know you need to and what do you think and do you bring them out so that you kind' of you're weaving and 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 I've got my little you know inverted comma fingers up here you're mm. you're weaving a, a a a group that everybody's um, participating at the same kind of level
0: yes okay got you so again a real facilitation skill to see who's being silent and Mm -hmm. and seeking their opinion and bringing them in Mm -hmm. okay um now you so we've used the sort of facilitator word a fair bit here and, and already i'm imagining some people listening might be thinking well i haven't trained at that i'm not a facilitator um what would you say in in that instance i mean it does sound that quite obviously i guess every mastermind group needs to have a leader someone Mm. who's who's um taking some responsibility but do you share or can you share that task around or is it always rosie's mastermind group in your instance
1: in my instance, because people are paying me to do it, it ends up being Rosie's Mastermind Group. They're right. paying me to facilitate, yeah, okay. basically. Right, they're so- paying me to take that job, to make sure that people turn up, that they've got the hot seat questions organised. You know, They're paying me to do that. In my group that I meet with, um, the one from Townsville to Country Victoria, for the first year that we met, I facilitated each meeting. Wow. And then we um, actually did a face-to-face. We got together and we spent three days together in Brisbane, which was just was beautiful and mm. something that I would recommend any long-distance group tries to organize once a year or once every two years. Mm. And since then, we've actually taken it in turns to facilitate because everybody now knows how to facilitate the group and everybody's confident, confident and comfortable enough to do it. So, I now facilitate once every five weeks rather than, and it's not my group anymore. It's become our group. Okay. But, uh, can yeah. I just
0: ask you that then? So, have, are you saying then that what's basically happened during the course of that group is the others have, you know, you've kind of modeled the mm. facilitation of a group and, and therefore it's very straightforward for other people to kind of carry yes. the mantle? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Got you. But someone does need to be... Well, it's obvious, really, isn't it? Otherwise, no one would ever get anywhere in a group if someone didn't take the lead.
1: Somebody needs to take the lead. And mm. when I did my group, my first group in New Zealand, it was it was, a, it was a free group because I just wanted a group. And I took the lead. And then I did another group, which was also a free group because I wanted, at the time, to have my own group. Um, and when I wasn't there... The meetings didn't happen. Yeah, okay. So there's somebody needs to be in charge and kind of, yeah, take, take charge of it.
0: Right. If I can take you back to when we were looking there at the sort of people to include in your group and what you were saying there really in not so many words is that ideally you're in a very similar sort of position in your business. Um, what about if in your group you had uh, Rosie the upholsterer sitting at the table and Rosie the food manufacturer you know if you that must might be a bit of a weird thing to even consider but um, (laughs) does, does it matter if the industries are vastly different in fact or is it beneficial if the industries are very different
1: I personally think it's beneficial if
0: the industries are different
1: because somebody – the upholsterer is going to have a whole different look at how to do something than somebody who's locked into food manufacturing, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I did a free look-see last night, and there was somebody who's got a dog food business and somebody who runs a – website for kids events in the local area. Now, you know, they're they're completely different things, but they both had an enormous amount to offer each other in how they could both progress their businesses because they were coming from different places Mm. and they were able to offer this kind of new idea into this, um, the the business challenges that these people had.
0: Yeah. Okay. So a very different approach. So you mentioned Looksee there. Now I know what that is, but our listeners don't. So uh, would you just explain what a Looksee is? It's a service that you offer, and I'm very happy that you give it a little plug. So how does that work? Uh,
1: okay. So um I basically run a short mastermind group. Um, it's just a one-off session that people come to for free. Uh, Four people get a chance to be in the um, hot seat opportunity chair with their current challenge and issue. And the group basically just behaves like a mastermind group, offers, offers support, ideas, suggestions, and then the four people having got an immense amount from each of the sessions everybody says Mm. they go away and then i follow them up with accountability because in an actual mastermind group if they were meeting regularly they would then have to come back and say okay well my accountability was x and i did y or i did x and usually x happens because people are not going to come back to the group and say well thanks for all your input two weeks ago i couldn't be asked i didn't do it (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right let's just okay so let me just clarify that so the look is basically that's that's a way that people can trial a mastermind group with mm-hmm. you rosie kaplan and we'll give mm-hmm. them an address to do that and that's terrific um and then these so this accountability let's not worry about the accountability with the look but generally with a with a running mastermind group is there somebody there then who's saying right um sally over there agreed that she's going to ring three people up does somebody note that?
1: Yes. Now, <clears throat> how I've, I've various ways. Then, what I'm doing with this now is. When I have a group, I have um, a Facebook page and then at the end of each session, I will record the session and send it out to people Um, and people then go onto the Facebook page and they write up what their accountabilities are so that we can all see what everybody's supposed to be doing. And then after a week, I will kind of follow up how you're going with your accountabilities. Then they come back to the next meeting and four people who are in the hot seat report back.
0: Ah, okay, got you. Terrific. (laughs) All right, so accountability, very pleased to hear that. Um, You've clearly got that very, very nicely sort of nutted out. So the onus, by the sounds of it, is on the attendee to say, right, this is what I'm going to do between now and the next time we meet. Mm -hmm. And then next time you meet, they sit in the hot seat again and they say, this is what happened, and they sort Mm -hmm. of share their experience. Okay, brilliant. So Mm -hmm. if you've got – and typically does – do your mastermind groups meet for one hour? Is that about the duration?
1: No, they actually typically meet for about two hours because, um, you know, everybody really needs about 20 minutes, half an hour in the hot seat. Mm. Um, You know, try and keep it to 20 minutes because it can ramble on if they have too much time, but you need a little bit of a hello, how are you doing? You need the accountability feedback. You've got four people in the hot seat and you need a little bit of a wrap-up.
0: Yes, okay. Yeah, I was. I was. That was my my thought. Was gosh, how do you do all that in an hour? Well, the answer is you don't. But um, mm. um, that that seems very good. And I bet half the challenge is getting people to leave at the end of it, isn't it? I mean,
1: actually, it is. Mm, and that's yeah. one of the reasons that an online works so well. Is well, that that's... it's done? You kind of, you know, you 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 click off Zoom and it's finished. But uh, at one point, I was doing a group um, at home. And we had friends staying, and I sort of chewed everybody out because we had to go out and have dinner with this friend. And as we left to go to dinner, everybody's gathered under the lamppost outside, <laughs> talk, 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 talk.
0: <laughs> That's so true. I think, you know, I go out with a with a group of, um, of friends every couple of months, and we, we go and have a, a curry night. And we probably spend longer outside the restaurant before we all go to our cars than we do sitting in it. It's just ridiculous. Uh, Even in uh, the middle of winter, you know, it's like, uh, what are we doing? But so, yeah, that, that's a very good point about the uh, about the online element. And I guess also what that points to is, is the need to have, um, and, unless you're happy just to spend more time, which the chances are we all are, um, to have a bit of discipline around it. Because I remember when we used to run a lot of um, big live events, you know, at the end of the day, people have been with us for eight hours. You know, we'd had fifteen presentations and all the, and they just wouldn't go home. Mm. You know, and you've 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 got the security people saying, you know, can you go please? You know, it's, but anyway, I digress. Um, okay, well, look, that I mean, it does sound like a a wonderful thing that we should be doing. And I, and I, and I've said to you, you know, kind of off air, that um, this whole notion of masterminds, I, I've I've been well aware of it in the past. I've participated in a few groups in the past it 's just so brilliant um, but it's something that um, not enough of us kind of get to grips with but what I'm sort of getting from you is it's this isn't difficult it just but what we need is um, someone needs to take the lead and get it happening yes it is yeah okay so and then can I ask you typically what's your observation of how long a group does run I know the ideal is that it kind of runs forever but do they run out of steam? If so, typically when and also why?
1: <sighs> um, well, I don't think they do run out of steam. You can you end up having a little, you know, somebody will leave and somebody else comes in, and so you, you can have a kind of change of change of guard. When I'm running a paid group, I run it for three and a half months because people aren't willing. They've never done it. They don't know how it's going to work. They yeah. don't know what it's like. So, that, so you know, it's just a sign-up for three and a half months. So you've basically got three months of full-on um, hot seating work with a couple of meetings before and after to talk much more deeply about ourselves and our building, our business and, you know, where we're going to go from here as this, as the final session. But the one that I've been in now, oh, all the ones I've been in have lasted for, personally, have lasted for A number of years Mm. I know people just kind of it becomes a sort of part of your your week or your fortnight where you're going to and and there's something else happens which is a kind of a friendship connection that is was a real surprise to me the first time it happened and one of the groups that I was in in New Zealand we actually used to have Christmas parties and you know winter Christmas parties and have dinners together and because we just all really liked each other and that seems to happen in every group that i'm part of this incredible it's terribly hard to explain but this connection that happens Mm.
0: yeah look i know exactly what you mean i think it does when you once you start to sit with people and you feel really comfortable and you feel in a very safe space and you share as I'm sure your groups do, you know they're innermost secrets, and, I, and I'll wager that a lot of them go, you know, divert from business fairly frequently as well. Mm. Because Business and life tend to be, you know, well, it's all one, isn't it? Really, mm. we're, we're we're living our lives, um, and it doesn't surprise me that that uh, that that bond happens. So, um, what's your what what you know? What, what do you observe in the sort of the market or the business of masterminds? I mean, I know you're. I would consider you to be very pioneering in this sense. You know, there's not that many people that hold themselves up saying, "Right, this is what I do," whereas you do. Do you have any observations, as a, a, sort of, a, as the industry of masterminds, if there is such a thing?
1: Well, there's an industry of masterminds in America, but there's not much of an industry of masterminds here, mm-hmm. which is why I started doing these free look because mm-hmm. I was running around, networking, talking to people, and I could just say I was explaining, you know, the benefits. I was per, 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 um, explaining <laughs> the te- techniques. Everything. It just wasn't landing. People just weren't getting it. So mm-hmm. I started doing these looksies so that people could actually experience and you can you can feel them and going. ah
0: now i yeah. get it so yeah well, that's that's a good point and it is it's difficult isn't it when you're trying to sell um it's it's a, a concept that people aren't aware of you know whereas if you're saying well look imagine sitting in a pub with seven of your closest mates talking about Life and business. Does that sound like fun? Yeah, you know. It, well, that's what it is. Only it's not a pub, and it's it's more focused. Or yes Maybe. It, I mean, has, do people run them in licensed establishments? Is that to um, be advised? I, I, or I,
1: I don't know. I I personally I personally wouldn't. Right. Um, I did do one of a couple of my look free, free look sees in the local um, tavern, and I asked everybody not to bring a drink in because right. you know I. I'm looking for clarity of mind rather than slightly kind of boozed, foggy mind. Okay.
0: Well, that that brings me to my last question. Then, what's what's the ideal timing? Do you think for a for a mastermind group, time of the day?
1: Well, I the absolute ideal time I think would be about four o'clock in the afternoon at the end of the working day, but mm. still part of the working day. But I tend to do them um, in uh, the my. One that I do online with my group, we do from nine till ten in the morning. And the groups that I run locally here up on the north coast, I tend to do at night. So we start at six and we go through till about eight. I don't think there is an ideal time. Um, no, people okay. people you know, yeah. It's a kind of extra to work, even though it's part of work. I think it should be part of the daily part of the daily work, but you know, it just depends,
0: really. Yeah, I guess it depends on the individuals and kind of group group thinking, doesn't it? What, yeah. what what do people want?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, fantastic. Well, look, Rosie, where can we find out more if people want to have a look, look see, and enrol in one of those? Where should they go?
1: Well, um, Rosie Kaplan, which is R O S I E K A P L A N. Let me just say again, K A P L A N dot com. Yeah. Uh, backslash one will oh. get you onto the free looksee page but it needs to be updated from last night but otherwise just com is my website and gives you lots of information
0: okay fantastic well look rosie thank you so much for um for spending your time with us and um i'll keep an eye on this one and see if we can get some, uh, i'd like to know if how many of our listeners come in and do a look-see because i'm just sure there's so much more that uh, we can all be doing with mastermind groups so I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Okay, and look, before I go, um, don't forget that when it comes to creating a truly lovable business, we get you. Flying Solo Premium Membership has all the tips and tools you'll need for just $99. Head to our join page to learn more. Thank you so much, Rosie.
1: Thank you. Bye. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything we know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community
0: at flyingsolo.com.au.